Welcome to the Jamila Adams Experience Podcast. It's a place and a space for women over 40 to be inspired, encouraged, and heard. Your host, Jamila Adams, will talk about how life be lifing and how to find joy when overcoming challenges. You're invited to join the experience. Hey everyone, thank you for joining this week's episode. I'm so happy that you're here today. We have a special guest, Sabrina, the lifestyle promoter, and I want you to lean in and listen to all the goodness that she's going to be dropping on us today. So take it away, Sabrina. Let us know who you are and what you do and how you do it. Well, thank you so much for having me today. I'm looking forward with to share with each and every one of you. Hope you're having a fabulous day. And if not, it will get better. I'm Sabrina, known as the Lifestyle Promoter. Mila just said, and my journey was birthed through my own personal path. I'm what's known as an enterprise architect. I'm also an engineer. I have back, uh, background in, in computer engineering, as well as strategic business analyst. So I understand all sorts of aspects of how businesses are put together and how, they, how they're ran. What would happen as a niche consultant, I've supported C-suite executives. In other words, whatever would keep them up at night, I'd go in, solve their problems, and move on to the next. However, because I reported into C-suite executives in America, I'm going to be specific here for just one moment. I spent so much time solving their problems that I was not focused on Sabrina. So much so that my doctor was asking me when I was going to quit that job. When are you going to quit that job, Sabrina? I'd go see her again and she'd say, Sabrina, when are you going to quit that job? And then the, the time when she really got my attention, you know that little paper thing we sit on when we go to the doctor and we hear that crunch? Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. slapped that down. You can hear that crunch. She got in my face and she said, Sabrina, when are you going to quit? My mother, who has transitioned to be with the Lord, she was dropping different things as well. She was reminding me, you don't have to. Sabrina, you have options. So it all it all hit me at once. Like, whoa, you know, I'm work, 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 work. Guys, I'm going to be honest. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be real honest with you. Sabrina didn't even have a hobby. That's not good. That is not good no matter how you look at it. There was all these things that I wanted to do to love on me. I was not doing. I was loving on everybody else, but not for me. And because I was a consultant in America, when you report into C-suite executives and you want to take a vacation, now remember, I'm the only person in the room with the answer. That's why I'm there. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, you're not dedicated. Right, right. I allowed that perception to influence my decision mm-hmm. because I have to take responsibility for the decision. I was on the road to Seattle, in Seattle one day, crying out to God, asking Him for a solution. Now, God has, I think God has humor, and He always comes with a solution that's like, oh, that's, that will take your breath. But you'll get it back because you still need to breathe, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so 
about maybe it might have been 24 hours or within the three-day time period, a lady that I volunteered reached out to me and said, Sabrina, I want to show you something. And she showed me an opportunity whereby I could travel the world mm -hmm. and show other people how to do it. Good. And introduce a lifestyle of balance. And I'm going to use that word I know some people don't agree with that word, and I like to push back on that disagreement. Right. Because I know we all still have to pay our bills, because you're probably saying, Sabrina, well, who else is going to pay the bills? Mm -hmm. Well, Sabrina, who else are going to, how else am I going to take care of all the things I have to do? Mm -hmm. And then for those of us who have parents that are aging, that's another thing we have to do on top of everything else. Yes. So they're saying, okay, Sabrina, I hear you, but do you hear me? Right, right. And I say, yes, I hear you because I've been there, done that. Right. You have to make a decision. You have to take a stand, a key stand, whereby you decide to love on you and take care of you. Because if you can't take care of you, you can't pay those bills anymore. When your doctor's begging you to quit your job and you have to go into surgery, you can't play games with your children or go to their games or support what they're doing if you're not taking care of yourself. Right, exactly. And a lot of times, it's hard to say, well, I don't want to be selfish. No, you're not. You have to start with self. There's this old saying that my mother would always say, charity begins at home. Yes. And that yes. includes you as well. Exactly. That is so true. Yeah. So for those of you who are saying, okay, Sabrina, I, I do the grind, you know, I get up, I get ready. For those of you who still commute, mm -hmm. you put up with the cray-cray on the road and you have to resist the road rage. Then when you get to work, you have to resist the fact that your boss may not be the smartest person. I'm having a lot of guys. Okay. Right. <laughs> or parachuter. You know who I'm talking about, those C-suite executives with parachutes. You want the parachute. You want them to jump on out and pull that chute and leave you alone, right? Right. And they're not doing it. They're still there. So you're like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to get through all of this? What's going to happen? Mm -hmm. There is a lot that's rushing into my brain that I want to share with each of you in this moment. Mm -hmm. But the first step is to identify there's a problem. Right. Because keep going. And your children are saying, mother or father, you didn't come, or you haven't, or you didn't, or mm -hmm. how come? And God forbid with those of you who have a spouse whose love language is quality time, mm -hmm. ooh, yes, you have a bigger problem right. because you're spending that quality time on the job and not with those that you love. Yeah. One of my biggest celebrations when I decided to leave corporate America mm -hmm. and transition down the path of entrepreneurship, I did not know at that time that my mother was close to the last days of her life. Oh, wow. Had I still been in the grind, mm -hmm. that would have been less time that I would have. So we did things together. We spent time together. We 
you know, in between because I could go away and then come back because I had options. But that's a, that's a whole nother conversation for those of you who are thinking, okay, what do you mean having options? How do you do that? Right. What does that look like? Yeah. Well, that's, a, that's a whole nother conversation. Uh, my mother was an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and she believed in multiple streams of income. Good. So Good. although you're in the grind every day, working every day, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that if that's what you enjoy, but you don't want that to be the only part of your life that you enjoy. That makes right. Sense. right. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So when you do that, when you're thinking of that way, is this what causes you to have that conversation with the importance of work-life balance? Is this what you do with your clients when you talk about this? Well, a lot of things, a lot of times, what I talk about is identifying the issue. Mm-hmm. I tend to gravitate toward engineers and those who are in the role of running a company because mm-hmm. I've been online with them. And I can always call, you're not telling me the truth, it smells bad right now. I don't know. <laughs> Being it as clean as possible in case there's children listening. Right. <laughs> so, been there, done that. You cannot know. You cannot play that game with me. Right. So, I walked them through the, we have the conversation of the importance of journals. Mm-hmm. And I have them grab a journal and start writing down the things you've always wanted to do, places you've always wanted to go. Everything from theater to, you know, do you like NASCAR? You, if you don't even know because you work all the time, put that on the list and find out, you know. Right. And then I help them walk through that list and say, okay, how can we do this? Mm-hmm. And I show them how to do the things they always wanted to do in terms of travel or doing a staycation in their backyard because there's nothing, some of you, may have just started a new position mm-hmm. and you haven't accrued any vacation. You don't have any time. So what do you do? You have to make the time you have and let take the time you have the weekend or the days off that you get. Right. Some, some individuals do not get the weekend off. They get a weekday off. And you have to be strategic with that time and say, what can I do in my own backyard that's fun where we can Spend quality time with our family and our friends. Right. Then your loved ones transition to be with the Lord. Mm -hmm. If that's the path they chose, the thing that gets you through, especially this time, because we're recording this around Christmas, yeah, holidays, are those memories. Yes. You you'll be you'll find yourself. I call it an emotional roller coaster where mm-hmm. you're sad because you're missing your loved ones. And then one of those memories will pop in your head where you had so much fun. So then you're laughing and then maybe you start crying again. You know? right. But it helps. Those memories really, really help. Yes. Yes, they do. I think the spending time with my family, especially during the holidays, it's, it's almost like a mixed bag. You're going to get the highs of the highs and then you always think of the lows, but who's not here to enjoy it with you? Um, mm-hmm. Case in point, we put, my husband and I put up the tree 
And this year, all of the ornaments were all sentimental items, like stuff from the kids, uh, pictures of our loved ones who passed on, even our four-legged uh, kids. And I kind of got choked up because I was looking at everything that's happened that because we've been married now 10 years. And I look at the the ornaments we've accrued. I mean, some of the things I brought with when I um, had my, my kids and they would make me ornaments. And then um, the ornaments my husband and I shared um, since our first Christmas together. And it was just, wow, all the memories were rushing back. And I like to create uh, create ornaments. Um, I have pictures of my grandmother uh, who passed on. And it was something that I just look at like, okay, I remember this day because my husband had taken me to go visit her for our anniversary. And the one picture of us hugging, that's not, that picture is on the tree. So the whole point of listening to yourself in regards to the memories and being mindful and then just letting them wash over you, the feeling rush over you, and just be thankful that you had that time, you know, with your loved ones. And that, that honestly, that's what gets me through Christmas. So yeah, it's, it's a joy. It's a joy. It's hard, but it's a joy. So I can relate well, I to really that. Like, I really like the arm ornament mm-hmm. with your grandmother hugging you because every time you see that, I'm sure you can feel her warmth around. Oh yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Know? Yes. Oh yeah. And that was this, this year's theme. And it's interesting because last year we didn't put a tree up. Um, I just, it got away from me to be honest with you. We had so much stuff going on. Um, we were traveling and we just, just didn't do it. So this year I decided, okay, we're going to do it. Let's do all the sentimental ornaments. And that's what we did. And it's interesting because I didn't believe how many ornaments that we had. And it literally filled up the tree. <laughs> yeah. And so the keepsake stuff, that's what, um, that's what gets me through. And it, and it makes me thankful to have that time, um, and not take it for granted because we always, Sometimes we do lose sight of that. We do take things for granted. And unfortunately, um, loved ones that we had with us last year, two years ago, aren't with us now. So mm-hmm. it's always good to have that reminder and not to take it for granted. So I commend you on that and talking with your clients because it's, it's, we do tend to take things for granted and we shouldn't. I mean, I'm guilty of it, but you know, when the reality sits in, it's like, they may not be here with us tomorrow. So yeah, we have to put things in perspective. So with that being said as well, and I know we were talking about our life challenges and life work-life balance. Um, what, what challenges have you seen from your clients that because of your experience and what you do, how does that help them overcome what they are dealing with? Your experience, how does that help them? You know what, from, if I understand your question, one thing I enjoy seeing is when they're posting on social media, their or even, even when their life dreams that they've been working, you know, a lot of times when you meet people and you work with them, you find out other goals that they have. 
that mm-hmm. may not have anything to do with, you know, going on an adventure, mm-hmm. but it's a life goal. And when I see them have that life goal, you know, come across and they're they're living it, and then mm-hmm. they get overabundance right. of what they're expecting. Mm-hmm. You know, the example I have one one lady that's coming to mind. Mm-hmm. She wanted to have a child. Mm-hmm. Like, so hang in there going to come and when it comes and then I said this when it comes when you have the first one you may have another one because that's just how it works you know right, I'm right. thinking about Native American you know things that my aunt would say mm-hmm. and the things they would do when the women wanted to have children couldn't you know they would give their little baby or a little child to that woman and she'd take care of it and then she didn't have children I mean I remember my great aunt talking about that right American and what happened? She had one, and then surprise, she had two. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! Funny to see because I was there when she was sitting across from me, mm-hmm. heart aching for this child that she could. Have. Yeah. So wow. that's that's so much that's exciting in itself. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be blessed like that, that's that is amazing. That's exciting because, you know, we we have to remember we have to have expectancy. I I just remember I kept my expectations low because I didn't want to be hurt. You know, and that was that was a negative mindset I had to change and I had to raise my expectations. Was it easy? No, (laughs) because you spend your life. Um, expecting people to do better or do right by you or anything like that. And when you find that you're disappointed, it sucks. <laughs> and you just throw your hands up like, well, I'm not going to ex- put out any more expectations on things because I don't want to be disappointed. And I remember saying that to, um, well, my then pastor, I said, I, I keep my expectations low because I don't like to be hurt. And he actually put that in one of his sermons. <laughs> He didn't use my, thank goodness he didn't say my name or anything like that. But I so I literally slunk down in the pew like, did he really just? <laughs> Can you actually address your concerns. Right. And, I, and so many other individuals have the same thing. Right, right. <laughs> but the whole point is, is like, I now have a different perspective on expectation. And I can't even say it. Expectancy. <laughs> so my mindset has changed where it's okay to have great expectations. It's okay to look and ask for abundance because that's what we're supposed to do. You know, of course, you have to be careful what you ask for and be specific. <laughs> when you put your prayers and petitions out, please be specific because you'll get what you ask for, but at what cost? Because you have to give up something to get something. <laughs> but that's just, you know, one of the things I had to learn, especially now um, in business and dealing with others and trying to help people see their their dreams, their passions come to life. And that has challenges amongst themselves because then I have to think to myself, why are you dreaming so big? And you know, you, you kind of have that negative mindset sometimes creep in. It's like, why are you dreaming so big? You know, that's not for you. That, And it's just like, wow, did I really just think that? <laughs> and it's like, no, I'm to expect things. 
I am to expect things abundantly. I am supposed to have these manifestations of things to be good for not only myself, but to for the good of others. And that is a challenge because, you know, human nature is flawed. And sometimes we fall back on negativity, unfortunately, because we just do. It's in, I hate to say this, it's in our DNA. We have to do better. <laughs> but that's that's how I, I, I've i learned to, to deal with it a lot better. And I'm glad that you brought that story up because we have to have better expectations, higher expectations, and keep the faith in doing that because that's honestly the only way we can get through it. Is that what you've experienced, not just in your professional life, but in your personal life as well? Well, in my personal life, I have to remind myself not to give up because as soon as you give up, you lost. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it takes 10 years. Now, God, it doesn't take 10 years. I cancel that. That's not something I'm saying that I want you to expect. Okay. Mm-hmm. I always say God did, God created everything. Now I, I'm one of those Jesus girls. So <laughs> my basis is based on the word of God. I have to be specific nowadays. Mm-hmm. So I'm the one who worships the one who created the universe, not the universe, but the creator of the universe. Right. And I like to say that, you know, God created everything. What was it, six days and on the seventh he rested? Mm-hmm. Okay. So given that, then things in my, I'm learning. Now, this is something I'm learning now. Mm-hmm. That things should not take as long as it's made out to take. Mm-hmm. It's longer than six days. It's longer than three because Jesus conquered the grave in three days. Yes. And there's a lot of miracles in God's word that took 24 hours. One lady become a, became an oil baroness in 24 hours. 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So it should not, and I'm getting excited. I'm going to calm down. But I'm really talking to myself, even mm-hmm. though I'm talking to everyone else. It should not take long. Right. It, it's taking too long. Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Need to reassess. Okay, what am I doing? You know, I need another strategic statement or, or approach, if you will. Right. And I need to figure out what's not working correctly, and I need to pivot, and I need to move forward. Now, I'm just going to be transparent a little. Right. I truly think God wanted me to understand what I, what we just talked about. Right. That everybody, God is, he's infinite. Mm-hmm. He has infinite solutions to all sorts of problems and issues. Yes. The reason why I was so successful in corporate America when I solved problems Mm-hmm. I really got excited when no one else could solve the problem. Why? Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm talking to believers out there who are kingdom citizens. Right. We have access to God's solutions, so all we have to do is download from Him. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We have access to God's solutions, so all we have to do is download from Him. Yes. Now, if you don't believe that's possible, it's not going to work. You mm-hmm. don't have any. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. No surprise there. But for those of you who want to extend or go past the boundaries mm-hmm. that are set by the human mindset and tap into a God solution, you're talking. I was on a, a networking event earlier today mm-hmm. and said something. Now, I didn't really say it. it I downloaded it from God in the moment. 
And right. it was good. And I was like, oh, that was good. And one of the ladies in the room said, oh, I like how you put that. Can you say that again? I said, I can. <laughs> I and I didn't get a chance to write it down. <laughs> right. I understand that. Because sometimes I say something like, I know that wasn't me. However, that was pretty good. <laughs> and if you ask him, he will dump that back out in your mouth. Again. Right. And then I write it down. So a lot of times when I'm in these meetings and I'm facilitating meetings and I was like, oh, now the rest of the people in the room, they don't know what's going on. You know, they have no clue. Now, unless they're believers, because there are other believers in the room and they get it. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, that was good. God, say it again. And I'd literally say that. And then I pick up my pen in the meeting. I know we're a little sidetracked, but I pick up my pen, pen in the meeting and God would spit it out and I would write it down. Right. So I say that to say, for each of you who are kingdom citizens, and you are saying, how do I fight this work-life balance? I know I'm too skewed and I'm doing too much work and not enough time over here. I want to spend more time giving my time or volunteering. I want to ask God how to do it. Mm-hmm. You have access to the master solution builder. Right. God is very strategic. So ask him, God, and be ready for your answer. Now, when I say be ready, I would go to sleep. This is one example, many examples. Mm -hmm. I would go to sleep with an empty pad next to my bed. Right. Once I get up in the morning, I remember writing down. Sometimes I didn't. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, that's good. Or I remember there's times when an eagle could fly back, depending on where I'm adventuring. And I'm like, I get it, God. You know, and the bird, the eagle just flew by. And then there's all this revelation in the bird flying by. So what I'm saying is be open mm-hmm. to receiving your answer. And it can come from anywhere at any moment in time. Right, right. And you have to, like you said, be open and have that just that mind of wonder. I think, honestly, when we get older, we lose our sense of wonder. You know, as a child, you see how children are fearless. The only time they have fear is it's something we've put in them as adults. But children are fearless. We need to have that wonderment like children, you know, and that that sense of adventure. Well, my family always yells at me because they say I never grow up. I'm still a kid. (laughs) I had that lecture when I was in Texas. Grow up. I don't. It goes in one year, not the other. I say no, no. As long as I can find it in the word, I can take it. So there was a Dan, there's the Daniel principle, mm-hmm. Daniel never age. Hello. I'm like, oh, I, no. Okay. That's, that's good. Have fun, everybody. Aging. <laughs> right. I'm always right. be that kid. I'm always the one out there playing with the kids. And then they say, don't do that. They're not going to know who the adult is. I said, oh, trust me. They will know quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fun. Right. It's just one of those. Yeah, it's just one of those things we have to not be so cynical and just have that that adventure, adventurous spirit. And I think, honestly, that's one of the reasons why I became an entrepreneur. Once I got my my bearings back and got my son together, my youngest son was going through emotional challenges. And once I got, you know, was able to get him back on track, it was time for me to do 
what I needed to do for myself. You know, God gave me these skills and talents, put them to use. You know, you want to help people. In fact, when I started my business, that was the whole point was helping others to help them reach their idea of success, to help them bring their passion project to life. So I had that that wonderment, that excitement. Was it challenging? Yes. Is it still challenging? Yes, because the adult side of it creeps up when you have bills to pay and <laughs> people that you need to call on. To, it's just that part sucks. But the grand scheme of things is that I want to see people win. Honestly, that's my biggest goal is to see people win and to see them succeed at whatever idea of success is for them. And the more I promote that for myself and and to to show it to others, I think the better off we will be. It's just a matter of getting out of your own way. <laughs> I am talking to myself when I say that, you know, how you were saying you're talking to yourself when you, I'm talking to myself when I say that I need to get out of my own way and just um, do what I need to do and let God handle it and not try to go against it. <laughs> well, and I'm going to say we hear you because mm-hmm. there are things that I do that's in my own way as well. Right. So we all, we have to identify, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have to make a change. We have to pivot. If we stay in it, oh, you know, it'll get better. Okay, are you changing anything? Are you taking action? Are you doing anything different? No, 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 it's not going to get better. Hello? Right, right. And that's the problem. It's not going to get better unless you change it. And Mm -hmm. you have to recognize what needs to be changed. Until then, it ain't going to happen. It's, what was that, that old saying, the insanity the reason of it's the meaning of insanity is doing the same thing expecting a different result that is seriously insanity and you have to you have to make yourself want to do something different get off the hamster wheel you know and focus on what your job is to do i mean everyone has gifts and talents it's it's, for some people it's un um it's not been unearthed you know it has to be it has to be cultivated and i think for our women over a certain age we forget that we have a lot for ourselves that we can provide for others and i think that's where we we lose ourselves is that we're so busy trying to conform to what is out there instead of living in our truth about our talents, what we can do, our expectations for what we can expect from ourselves. And that's, it's one of those things, it's like getting out of your own way. It falls back. I'm listening to myself. Get out of my own way. Stop listening to the negative and stop listening to what could have been and just do it. You know, and I'm pretty sure in your experience, you've done that as well. So I think we all, we've all gone through it. Right. And then sometimes we can, and I say we because you know, you can step out mm-hmm. and do something and it falls apart in a big way. Mm-hmm. What do you do then? You don't, you know, crawl up in the corner, as my mother say, and cry. That's not going to help. You know, right, you right. get it out. Yeah, that didn't work. Okay. Well, look at the bright side. Have the opportunity to find out. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many people that that don't even ever unearth or discover what didn't work. 
Mm-hmm. Now you can, there's so much with technology now, there's so much metadata or data about what you just did. Right. You can get, put your analytical hat on and take a step back and then download from God and say, okay, God, uh, how did these numbers go blue and not up? Right. They went from <laughs> what is it, left to wait, right? This is my right here. Yes, yeah. left to right. <laughs> A different slope. Let's put this a positive slope, not a negative one, right? Right, right. So then we can work through that process and say, okay, that didn't work. These things did. Oh, yes. But if you allow that, I can't put it that way, that butt whipping mm-hmm. to discourage you, then you never, you'll never hit success. Mm-hmm. You'll always just wallow in oh woe is me why did it happen that way yes okay find out why but okay throw it in the past hit it go on mm-hmm. just don't make a mistake again that's all that's that's what you do you know you, right unless you choose to then that's a whole nother then insanity <laughs> comes back up right right, right. and see the other thing too and if you find that you keep making i won't say the same mistake but if you find that whatever you're doing is not successful that's when you really have to sit down and say, I need help. Mm-hmm. What am I doing that's not getting the results I want? And you have to literally diagram it from point A to point B. What is it in, in between that is not working for me to get the results I need? Come to find out, it's something that could be really simple or it's something that's really complex and you need help. And there's no shame. There's no shame in, in asking for help. There's shame in not asking, and you fail. Mm-hmm. See, that's where people get it twisted. It's like it's okay to ask for help, but if you don't ask for help and you see the problem is getting worse, then what's the problem? Is you? Speaking <laughs> of, so here's an example. My brother is amazing when it comes to sales. He mm-hmm. won't admit to it. Mm-hmm. You know, usually people who have a special gift like that, they don't admit to it. They're like, ah, but they're like, you know, you're looking at this wall and he's got all these awards for knocking it out of the park. Right. I'm like, what do you mean? I, I, I see the results, but okay. So anyway, I when I tra- first transitioned from corporate, I was, I'm in a sales role and my brother said, sister, you're doing it wrong. Now, mm-hmm. If someone at that level says you're doing it wrong, mm-hmm. you go. You stop, you sit down, grab a notepad, mm-hmm. and pay attention. Right. And he told me, because, you know, when I was in corporate, you couldn't really, like, you know, go out to lunch. Not at the level I was doing things. You know, you didn't go out to lunch and have a long lunch and then come back. But with networking, oh, yes, I get to go have tea, I get to go have lunch, I get to go over here and da 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 my brother's like, no, you need to build a book of business mm-hmm. and you need to stay in the house or in the four walls. I call it in the, in the, you know, in four walls. I call it a prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you stay behind your desk. Uh-huh. <laughs> Reach out to many people and build a book. Then you go to lunch and dinner with your clients to celebrate their decision. They got so I was like, hmm, I don't want to do it. Yeah. But I didn't have the results. I had no clients. I had 
no one signed up. I had I had not been doing any presentations like I was supposed to. I was having coffee, tea, and lunch. And <laughs> <laughs> calling myself networking, right? Right, right, so right. 20 hit, and I was able to really make that pivot. Mm-hmm. What my brother was saying, staying in one place, meeting as many people, finding out how I can help them, and then I started having clients. Yeah. So that's exciting. It's like, whoa, so you're right. When you get help, the next thing is take it because mm-hmm. be told I didn't want to do that. Right. Sabrina did not want to do that. I wanted to go have coffee, tea, and lunch. <laughs> 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 so I say that because there are times when you ask for help, you may not like the answer, mm-hmm. but you have to the source that the help is coming from, and you're gonna have to make that make that change for me. Yeah, that's true. That is so true. So, well, look, I enjoyed this time. I want you to come back on the show. <laughs> Because you were dropping gems, and I really enjoyed talking with you. Um, obviously, we have a rapport before, you know, before this off, off the off the show. But yeah, I definitely would love to have you come back on, and we can dive deeper into our businesses and talking about how you know how we help and what we do, and just I just love it. I'm so happy to have you. So you have any closing remarks and how we can find you? Well, I'm happy to be here. And I want everyone that's listening right right now, happy to come back. But let Jamila and I know what areas you would like us to dig a little deeper into. And we will do that. Oh, yeah. Look at what you guys say and we'll go from there. And you can... Reach me at the Lifestyle Promoter. You can go on LinkedIn and search for the Lifestyle Promoter. You can find me there. You can find me on TikTok as the Lifestyle Promoter. You can follow me on Instagram at S Sabrina Diaz and Delta Travel, the number one. And let me know that you listen to this podcast and let us know where do you want us to go next. You know, if you thought, oh, you guys just made that thing. Easy. I want to know <laughs> what really goes on. Right. Yeah. And we will dive into that as oh. well. Yes, because it was juicy and we're just going to get started. We're getting started. So, well, thank you, Sabrina. I so, so appreciate you being on here. And uh, yeah, I definitely want you to come back because we definitely need a deeper dive in what we do. So with that being said, I will chat with you later and everyone else, I will chat with you next week. Take care now. Do you have a passion project you want to bring to life? Let Jamila Adams at Your Service help you. Jamila Adams at Your Service was created to assist businesswomen 40 plus by bringing their passion project to life through website design and marketing. Visit jamilaadamsatyourservice.com and register for a free 30-minute consultation. Remember, you have a voice, use it.